Ever since you can remember, you felt something in your chest telling you to move, to love, to speak, to try. Day after day, you pretend you don't hear it calling, or maybe you dismiss it as silliness or worse. But it's there, ready for you, and it will wait for you as long as you need. My name is Johnny G, and I invite you to join me on a journey of awakening as we dare to embrace our light. This is Refractive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Refractive. This is Johnny G. Today, I am so pleased to introduce you to my guest. Her name is Mahima, and she is a self-mastery mentor. She's a mindset trainer, an international best-selling author, and an award-winning speaker. She's the founder of the Mahima Mindset. Although she was born and raised in Zimbabwe, she has since spent her entire life traveling the world, and she has taught her own unique brand of mindful leadership. She has done over 10,000 hours of meditation practice. She is a sought-after expert on meditation, and today she is here to talk with us about discovering your own genius, and I am so excited to dig a little bit into this amazing topic. So welcome, Mahima. It's wonderful to have you. Thank you so much, Johnny. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure to be able to come and share my story. And, you know, your story is pretty remarkable and amazing. And, um, and it's just such a joy to be in the presence of what I call like powerful people that are like just doing what they love in the world and, you know, and spreading love and joy in the world. So it's an honor to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you. I have to say that that's been one of the most wonderful parts of living this lifestyle and following this path is meeting people who spread light. Yes. And this is so, this is my tribe, right? This is mm-hmm. my tribe. You know, a lot of people, we find our tribe in, in our late adolescence or perhaps university years or, you know, but no, my tribe it's these people who crisscross the world shining brightly and helping other people to shine brightly. And so I know that this has been an important part of how you have uh, established yourself in the world. Absolutely. I mean, my whole world changed when I was 22 years old and I came into contact with a tribe of people that were meditating. I meditated for the first time and got introduced to concepts, ideas, um, feelings, emotions, experiences that quite frankly and honestly, I had not previously experienced. So, and I know that meeting all of these amazing people people at this particular uh, place, it was an ashram in India, um, has changed the course of my life completely, totally and utterly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It started a healing process, which um, I didn't even know I needed. Yeah, Yeah? that's right. (laughs) That's the most wonderful part about it. When we discover these, these, these journeys, that we didn't anticipate. And, you know, today you, we look at these, we, I, I make assumptions about you. I don't know, but uh, we, uh, I look at this part of my life and it's so important and so precious to me. And it's something I didn't even know I would want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because 
I come from a very, I came from a very traditional family. Mm -hmm. um, if anyone knows anything about Zimbabwe, you know that in the you know, 60s, uh, 70s, and even 80s, um, early 80s, it was under apartheid, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which is a very negative mindset to be brought up in. Sure. And, you know, so uh, I have a lot of stuff in my childhood, and I believe that a lot of our issues as adults come from things that happened in our childhood. Mm -hmm. But because we're not taught to think about that in that way, no. um, yeah, we don't uh, we, we don't realize it, and so we blame ourselves for you know maybe being too angry, being too you know what people might call lazy, or being uh, closed, or being um, you know negative, or whatever it is that has um, brought about these states of reality into our system, right? So for me, growing up in apartheid, growing up in uh, what I call a hate culture, because even my grandmother and my aunts and aunties and everyone around me, um, everyone was really struggling with yeah. the politics of the country. There was even a war at one point. Um, and all this affected me a lot when I was a child. And I realized later as an adult that I was still affected by all of these things. And so the process that I think you and I talk about in our world with the refactive coaching and the stuff that I do is just really to, 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 to get people to open up to the fact that there's so much more um, yes. joy, yes. more love, more yes. beauty available inside of you than the society leads you to believe. Oh, that is, <laughs> that is so powerful because, you know, we are, we are our own jailers. We yeah. are the people that hold us in the cage. Absolutely. This is a cage that we hold shut and there's not a person on the planet strong enough to lock us in. We do it and yeah. we do it. And, and discovering the freedom that I am the jailer and I am the savior that I have yeah. been looking for to release myself from this. This is, this is the, the joy. This is yeah. the joy. And so tell me about this process of discovering your genius and discovering your mission. I imagine it must be a very satisfying part of what you do with people. And I'd love to hear about it. Okay, awesome. So um, I believe that we have, I, I call it two purposes in life. Okay. okay? And one is the, the purpose of the soul. And I'll explain that in a second. Okay. And one is what I call the purpose of the body. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, um, so when we're looking for life purpose, when we're looking for, um, you know, what is, uh, what, you know, what is what I call the genius, it's very much about what am I going to do with my time and this body? Okay. Okay. So the soul purpose is the part of us that you, your soul is the part that came into this world with nothing and is going to leave with nothing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there's a part of us that is the mysterious part of it. Some people call it consciousness. Some people call it awareness. Some people call it source. Some people call it God. Some people call it light. You know, there's different names have been used to try to explain yeah. that there is an aspect of self that moves on from this body and will travel into whichever universes or whatever you believe or don't believe that there's an ongoing journey, right? Yes. So, so um, I believe that the two purposes we have is one is the soul purpose 
and one is the body purpose. Mm -hmm. Now, the soul purpose is all about discovering how to be a happy, um, grounded, loving, kind, and respectful human to okay. yourself and to others. Mm -hmm. And that my discovery at 22 was all about my soul purpose. Like, I didn't know about that. And this I was, is your experience in India, right? This is what you're talking about? India. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is my experience in India. Discovering um, uh, what I call the self, discovering peace, discovering joy, discovering um, that I didn't need anything. In fact, I have a sentence to describe this. My teacher in India, he taught me an inner peace, a love and a joy that is not dependent on outside circumstances, events, or people. Yes. Yeah, and yes. I want to repeat that because it's yes. super powerful. An inner peace, a love, and a joy that is not dependent on external circumstances, events, or people. That's right. So this, this is what I call a soul. your soul's purpose is to Ooh. find its way back home. Yes. Yeah, find its way to that place where you realize you already have everything you need inside of you yes. right now. Yeah. That's the art of meditation, isn't it? Just be, being and letting go, letting go of the doer, the wanter, the needer, trying to fix things, you know, feeling broken, um, all of the things that, you know, we usually are holding on to. So it's, it's allowing yourself to just be, to be yourself, yeah? Um, to go beyond the body and beyond the mind, yes. right? So that is for me your sole purpose. It is doing the work to elevate yourself as a human. Mm -hmm. So even though I come from Zimbabwe, I come from hatred, I come from, um, you know, uh, uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse, I come from an abusive uh, past, and all of this could be the story that I carry around with me. But because I've done the work to connect to my soul, I realize that I'm not my story. I'm not yes. my pain. That's I'm not right. my anger. I'm not the, 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 the hatred. I'm not the guilt. I'm not the sexual abuse. I'm not the drama. I'm, there's another part of me, right? And that's yes. my soul. And my soul is untouched by any external um, stuff. That's so that's right. the first thing I try to get people to acknowledge. Yeah, when yes. they do work with me and the work that I do. It's like, can we look? Is there more to you than your name? And your mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. Yes. Listen, is my, there, okay, go ahead. This is, listen, this is so, this is just, it's revolutionary. It will, it, 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 I mean, in fact, I believe it's the opposite of revolutionary. It's the most basic, it's the most basic thing. But in today, in our society, it's so revolutionary yeah. to think that you, uh, you could be locked up unjustly you could be abandoned, you could be abused, and you can still love what is. Yeah. You can still find love all around you, even yeah. in the midst of such tragedy. Yeah. And, and, and this is something where I've struggled with this during, during the COVID pandemic, that mm -hmm. so many people are so upset. They're mm -hmm. so, they're hurting about about this they're 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 hurting because of the suffering they see they're hurting because of the fear for their well-being and i i want to honor that i'm not here to tell people what their journey should look like mm -hmm. but i got to tell you that 
I'm not suffering. Mm. I'm not suffering. Like I, I have found beautiful avenues of living that have opened up during COVID. There are things I can do in COVID that I could never do outside of COVID. Well, I I went to um, New York and I was able to walk down the middle of Lexington Avenue for a block with not a single car coming. Mm -hmm. And, And it was just one of these experiences that I'll never forget you know, because this is a city with more traffic than you can imagine. And I'm just walking down the middle of a street, just soaking in what's happening. And I had so many of these experiences. And I don't know about you, but I have, uh, without taking away the pain of others, I have really found so much love and beauty um, to be harvested during this time. And I believe that that holds true during any type of difficulty. Absolutely. And I think I love the way you're explaining this. It's just so juicy. And I think what people need to understand is what I call the reality. Okay. And the reality is that when we came into this world, we came in as pure consciousness. If you look at a little baby, they're pure love. Yes. A baby is pure love. That's just all a baby is, right? And then as the baby starts to grow, it starts to learn about fear, about hate, about anger, about pain. But it doesn't know any of that stuff before we teach it that stuff. So what we're essentially saying is even when you, I think when you're leaving this planet, I think there's a moment where you return back to your core if you haven't woken up during mm-hmm. your life, I mm-hmm. think there's a moment you return back to that love. You, re- you know, you return back to that, that pure essence of self, right? So, um, so, yeah, basically, you are pure love. That's why you said you're able to experience, even in adversity, you're able to experience love, right? Yeah. Because that's our nature. That's all there is. Yeah. yeah. That's our nature beyond all of the drama and all of the story. But only when we become still can we know that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why um, it's important to create experiences for people to experience for themselves. I didn't know about this until I experienced it. Mm-hmm. Like someone telling me, oh, your nature is love. Oh, yeah, that sounds nice, but what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. That's great, Hallmark. That's great. Yeah. So I love to actually create experiences for people like, look, I'll show you what I figured out. I'll, I'll help to guide you into that deeper place so you can experience what I've experienced. That's what my teacher did for me. He held the space and opened up ways of perceiving myself and reality that allowed me to understand I'm not my story. Sorry, I don't know if I can yes. say on here. But <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not my story, right? Um, so, so yes, it's a part of me, but it's a part of the limited version of me. Yes. And what do I mean by that? It means that I could leave my body at any second. This yes. all could be over. I could have one night. I could have 10 nights, I could have 10 years, and I could still have 50 years to live. We do not know how much time we have. So every moment is so precious, every single moment. And then you've got to ask yourself the question, I have a choice of how I'm going to live this moment. 
right? I can lean, and I always say to people, you only ever have two choices. That's why this becomes so easy. Oh, bring it to me, bring it to me, because I, I, I think <laughs> I know what you're going to say, and I'm excited, so tell me. Listen, you only ever have two choices. You can lean into positivity, or uh -huh. you can lean into negativity okay. in some okay, way, okay. form, or shape. Yes. You're always only making two decisions. Yes. Like even right now, as you're listening to this, you could be leaning into, oh, no, I don't like this woman. I don't like which, which is okay. You, you have the right to do that. Yes. Right? And you, so you lean into that, like, no, rejection and whatever it is, right? Or you can lean into, wow, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. oh, I want to hear more. Oh, I'm curious. Or, oh, I like it or whatever, right? So you're only yeah. ever making two choices. Yes. When you're in anxiety, anxiety, it's a choice. Anxiety is a choice. You, mm -hmm. No one's holding a gun to your head and saying you have to feel anxiety right now. Yeah, right? yeah. You can say, what is it going to bring me? What is this feeling going to bring me? It brings me nothing. Yes. So what can I look to be grateful for right mm -hmm. now? So right now you could lean into gratitude. Like, ah, oh, I'm alive. Yes, I am here. I'm mm -hmm. in my body. Uh, and, and I have the opportunity today to share more intimacy and more love with the people that I care about, whether yeah. that's through Skype or through whatever. I'm making a choice to live. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that because that's honoring life. That's honoring reality. Mm -hmm. The fact that you honor, you don't know how much time you have. Right? Yes. So it is actually an arrogance to think you have time, first of mm -hmm. all. And mm -hmm. then once you get out of that story of I have time, you think, OK, I have this moment. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Yeah, that's right. And so tell me, bring this back to uh, the, the, the soul mission. You said, so that's what we're talking about first, right? The soul yeah. mission. Yeah. And so, so how do you purpose. figure that out? Okay. So your soul purpose is all about working on yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Else. Yeah. Okay. Being happy for no reason, uh, waking up to the reality, what I've just told you about. You don't know how much time you have here. Hello. Yes. What yes. do you want to do with your time? This is all what I call the soul purpose. Okay. And the yes. very essential part of finding your genius and your calling. Yes. Okay? okay. Because most people, and when I talk about genius, I talk about talent. Yes. Okay. Your genius for me is your talent. It is your, I also call it your money maker mm -hmm. because let's be, let's, and, and that's why I say it's connected to the body because yes. without the body, you don't need a genius because you, like, you are everything you are the creator so yes <laughs> exactly so, so so the genius i call it the body purpose okay, okay. is really the talent that you are going to choose to become masterful at okay yeah so so that's why people get confused because they're like but mahima i i'm so good at uh, at sewing and i'm good at um hiking and i'm good at you know uh, coaching and i don't know i can't choose right you have to choose mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. to choose like you can have 10 talents but are you masterful at mm -hmm. something because that's what's going to give you confidence in life to know that you bring a value you have something to give to the world and that's your talent now, some people use music, some people use, you know, uh, cooking, some people use teaching, some people use um, helping people lose weight, some people, yes. like, you know, so there's different talents that you mm -hmm. could hone in on. Yes. Okay. And I say, choose the talent that lights up your soul the most. Yes. Yeah. Because it's going to be very difficult on any path you choose to really become a superstar on that path, 
right? So if you say, I'm going to take cooking and I want to do something with cooking, okay, that's going to be a challenging path, even if you're good at cooking, right? right. If you say, oh, no, I'm going to take uh, sewing and I'm going to do something with that, that's going to be a challenging path, you know? So even if you're pretty good at sewing, so choose the path that feels the most like, I want to leave a legacy here. Right. So that's you. I want to take this talent and do something meaningful in the world sure. mm. Can't just be about making money, even though your genius is your money maker. Mm -hmm. It can't be about making money because, you know, we all know that you can make money from your talent and still be miserable. Right. Exactly. And why is that? Why are people like, you know, I've got my money, I've made money. Yeah, I've got my talent but they still are drowning in, in, in whatever, like negative issues. Yes, right? living a lukewarm life at best. Exactly. Why is that? Because of the part I first talked about. They didn't work on their sole purpose. Okay. All right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And yes. the sole purpose is all about just, I am just such a grateful, grounded, centered, happy human being. I'm not like this all the time because I'm freaking human. Yeah, but I try to spend 80% of my time just saying thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I try to spend 80% of my time being helpful and kind and meaningful to others. Um, I try to spend 80% of my time feeling good about myself and the world. This is the sole mm. purpose. Mm -hmm. And it needs mm. to be done more than the body purpose. Okay. The body purpose, we can find that easily, right? Mm. I'm a teacher, I'm a dancer, I'm a musician, I'm an artist, I'm a mm. cook, I'm a this, I'm a that, right? That's all great. But what are you going to do with that talent that mm. makes it feel meaningful? And that's when we switch into the mission, what yes. I call your mission. Okay. So my gift is facilitating transformation. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that's my gift. And I'm becoming masterful at this. It's been two and a half decades in the making. Mm -hmm. And I will continue to grow and I have a lot to learn. And I've learned a lot. Um, now, my mission is to empower people to be peaceful, powerful and joyful in the now. Yes, in okay. the now. In the now. Yes. I, so that's my personal mission. That's what makes me wake up in the morning and not make it about me and get sort of bogged down with all of my problems. Yeah. Yes. So I can take this gift that I have and I can focus it on my mission, which is to empower people to be peaceful, powerful and joyful in the now. Mm -hmm. I teach the presence of the now. Mm -hmm. That's really what I teach. I teach. Hey, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hello. Hello. You're here now. Yes. Do you realize how precious <laughs> this is? <laughs> yes. this could be over in a snap of a second that's so, right yeah let's come back to reality and let's make better choices today right now about who you want to be because nobody cares about what you achieve what you have or what you accomplish what makes what they care about is who you are what yeah. you made them feel yeah. what you brought to the table energetically spiritually with love that's what people care about. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you then. Okay. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to connect two dots that I see here. Okay. And I think that they make sense, but I want to give you a chance to comment on that. Mm -hmm. My belief, and I believe from what I'm hearing, you may feel similarly, is that if you focus on the ever present now, Yes. And if you build your capacity 
I, if, to me, it's more, if you, if you access your memory of how to be present in the now, uh, then your soul mission, your soul purpose, your soul purpose and your body purpose or your genius naturally become clear, open paths because every answer that you could possibly need for anything in life is in the ever present. Now the answer is in the stillness. It is if we desire, if we have sufficient desire to go into the stillness and ask the question, listen, and then find the guts to do what the stillness tells us to do. And once we do that, there is no more obstacle. Like Paolo Coelho in The Alchemist says, when you follow your personal legend, the entire universe conspires in your favor. And so this is really what I believe. And I'm wondering if you might feel the same way. Absolutely. I have different words to describe it, but exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. So we're saying the same thing, just I would use different words. My sentence is I'm living in a friendly universe that is designed to support me. Yes. It is designed. I am designed to be here in this time and space and everything around me is designed to support me. We see this in nature. Everything is co-creating and co-existing together. It's not an island on its own, right? Um, Clouds are created that fall as rain, that fall Mm -hmm. into a river that, you know, gives water and makes the trees grow. And there's all this interconnected space. And then we breathe the fresh air. And so so, so we are part of this amazing ecosystem on a physical level and on an energetic spiritual level. Yes. And once you start to understand that, as you said, there's nothing you can't do, be or have. Yes. Yes, that's right. But that being said, you have to stay in radical action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so this yeah, right. You've got to stay in radical action. Like if you say, you know, whatever it is, I want to, you know, I don't want to have a job. I want to, you know, be a global nomad like you are doing right now. This is a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is not like, oh, look how lucky he is. He's just a global nomad floating around. No, you've consciously chosen. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Yes, right. <laughs> I love that. Yes, my ego loves hearing that because I got to tell you, it is, it is, uh, it is. I want to say that so much when people say, "Oh, I just wish I could have a life like you." Yeah, I want to be like, you're the only thing that's stopping you from having a life like you your toddler is not stopping you from having a life like me your job is not stopping you from having a a life like me your ailing parents are not stopping you from having a life like me you are stopping you and you may be stopping you for wonderful perfect reasons yes or you may be stopping yourself for fear doubt or ego and you know what everybody's path is perfect everyone's path is ideal there is no There is no imperfect path, uh, but we are the ones who create the path. One hundred percent. And let's explain that, guys. You create how you create is through your belief systems. Yes. So your belief systems create your emotional body, which create your actions that you take. Right. So let's say I believe 
that um, my education, leaving school at 16, um, is going to mean that I don't get access to certain jobs, certain opportunities, certain people. And I believe that. Because I only went to school until 16, I can't do X, Y, Z. So this belief is going to cause an emotional state inside of me. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a feeling of being stupid, a feeling of not being enough, a feeling mm -hmm. of not uh, you know, being able to accomplish what I want to accomplish. And then I'm going to be acting according to that belief system. Yes. Right. So now let's say we change the belief that, you know, in order to, you know, like you don't need, uh, you know, a PhD and a master's degree to be a international business legend. Yes. You just change the belief. You're like, yeah. you know, I can be, I, I can be street smart. I can be, you know, savvy. I can, like, I don't need a, um, a school education to be able to be financially successful. In yes. the world. Now I believe that, and now I start to feel a certain way because of that belief, right? That's right. So when opportunities come my way, I'm operating with that belief system, yes. right? Yes. That education is great, but it doesn't equal success. That's right. What equals success is a different level of smartness. So mm -hmm. you can have PhDs, you can have master's degrees, and you can still fail, you know, um, and you can just be street smart and savvy and succeed. So yes. every belief is creating your reality. That's 100% yeah. true. Yeah. That's what so I believe. you believe that you are going to be taken care of. You believe that you're going to create um, positive experiences. You, create, you believe that things are going to unfold and come to you. And by the way, I know this because I also lived a, a global nomad life, which I yes. still feel I'm semi there. But because I'm married and, you know, we have a place here in Switzerland, we have a little bit of a base camp. But before that, I was floating around and creating magic in my life. Yes. Yeah, and even with my husband. Um, so, so I know that beliefs create your emotional state, create the actions that you take. Yes. And that's why you want to surround yourself with people that don't think like you do. Yes. 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 That can allow you to challenge some of those beliefs that you have that are keeping you in, a, in the prison, yes. as you so beautifully put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's lost in the prison. Let's 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 bring this to some practical uh, some practical help for the listener. So we yeah. talked about the uh, we talked about the sole purpose, which is really simply learning to recognize your oneness with the Creator. It's really learning to recognize your perfection and to step into that, right? And to to stop turning to fear and doubt and all of the things that keep us uh, small in this animal kingdom. And then mm -hmm. there is the uh, body mission, the genius, which yeah. is Okay, let's find something that we feel joy doing, that mm -hmm. we become masterful at, and yes. that takes care of the logistical aspects of living our life. Yes. Um, and and serves mm -hmm. humanity. Yes, and serves That's humanity. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Mm -hmm. Yes, because you know, um, the concept of fulfillment, as we think about a fulfilling life, requires service or usefulness, right? Yes. Fulfillment cannot occur. This is what I, you know what, can I back this up with a fact? No. But if you disagree with me, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Don't fight me because I don't fight anymore. But you know, <laughs> fulfillment requires usefulness, that yes. there is no such thing as being fulfilled 
through service to yourself. It yeah. requires something like that. 100%. And you know, people can try it. Like, look at people that are like, oh, you know, like clients that come onto our campus, you know, and they're like, why do I need, why do I need to be of service? Why do I need to be of service? I said, because, I mean, think about what gives you the most joy. And then That's they right. started to talk about, you know, people and being able to support or help somebody, you know, um, you know, in some way, making someone else's life better, but not above your own well-being. Let me yes. be clear about that. OK, yeah. this is not that like I'm going to get like while right. you're dying and becoming a smaller version. This is about being the best version of yourself and saying, now I've elevated, right, because I've worked on myself on a soulful level. And maybe in that process, you've created more abundance in your life because that mm -hmm. that has to happen. Okay, there's no way you can elevate yourself and not elevate your your abundance. That means preach, preach, preach. Right? <laughs> it's just not possible, right? That higher frequency brings in more gorgeous people, more great opportunities. And you know, and I see it all the time because people come on our campus and they're like oh, miracles are happening now oh my god mm -hmm. and and it's maybe too fast and i'm like sweetheart it's not too fast That's you right. are ready for this okay? <laughs> you are ready say yes 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 yes, yes. <laughs> That's right it's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, the, 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 the being of service, that's the mission, right? Mm -hmm. So you take your genius, which is your mm -hmm. talent, you choose a talent, because yes, you may have 10 talents. But if you want to be, if you look at anyone in the world that you admire, anybody, they, ha they chose a path mm -hmm. to become masterful at, and then maybe they branched out. Right. So Beyonce, she didn't start with trying to act, trying to design, trying to, you know, she started with as a singer. Mm -hmm. And when she got to the high level, then other doors opened. That's she right. became a triple threat. Then she's mm -hmm. acting and she's an entrepreneur and all fancy stuff. Right. But her initial grind was taking her talent to the highest level she could play that game right. and it required focus and energy so mm -hmm. i know lots of people might be like yeah that's maybe old school it's not old school it is mm -hmm. new school it's today's school that's right don't be all over the place choose mm -hmm. a talent and nurture that talent until that talent gives back to you yes yeah Yes. Um, and it will, it will. There's no other way that this can happen. If you commit to your talent and becoming masterful and using it to serve others, there's only one way this thing can go, which is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and here's here's the, the, the corollary to that, that if you believe pursuing mm -hmm. your talent won't pay the bills, then yeah. you are correct. There you right? go. You know, that's the Great thing. Point. Now, if you want to sell jewelry at a flea market, and also make $250,000 a year. I'm not saying that that's not possible. I'm saying you have a heck of a road ahead of you to figure out if that's what, if, the, if those two things are both required for you. Uh, yeah. But the question is, why do you want $250,000 income? Like, like yeah. is that really what your soul is asking for? Or yeah. is that what your ego or fear or discomfort or doubt is asking for, you know, mm -hmm. or is that what someone else in your life is telling you to ask for? Uh, yeah. When I listen to my inner soul, sure, I would love, I would love to make a quarter of a million dollars a year. That would be so wonderful. It would be delightful. Um, but when I ask my inside, 
is that is that something I should pursue? My insights say, no, baby, no, no, mm-hmm. no. You're, you're, all your needs are met. All your needs are met. So some, some uh, you know, random number that you fixated on for income, yeah. that is you trying to control. That is you trying to take the unknown out of life. And mm-hmm. the only way to take the unknown out of life is to go inside and get in touch with the stillness. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I agree that we should be very deep listening to the why do we want this? Yes, that's it. I agree. Wrong with high income. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Why? Know why you need it. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, like I, I don't, I personally come from the school where, you know, uh, money and spirituality can dance very beautifully together. Very beautifully. Oh, yes. Once we remove the limiting beliefs that they shouldn't dance beautifully. So I've noticed in the spiritual scene or world, there is a sort of like, like a downplay on money can be there. Like, you know, like you shouldn't want money. If you're spiritual, you should just be like, hey, you know, I got the spirit. (laughs) And and I want to tell my personal story. Um, I used to say things like, um, I don't need money. I don't need money. I, 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 inner peace is what matters to me, right? Mm -hmm. And I said that and repeated that. And then uh, my joke now is, you know, I I didn't need money and money ended up not needing me either. Okay. And this is very unpleasant. I went through bankruptcy Mm -hmm. with my husband. Um, We had to file for bankruptcy. It was a very challenging time in our lives. Um, And uh, and then when I was 40, I'm 50 now, um, I was financially dependent on my husband. We sort of clawed our way through, you know, the bankruptcy. Um, and we were better, but I, and I still was prance. I, I say prancing because I literally used to prance around. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't care about my, money. Like I used to prance around. Okay. And, and I was saying it, I was still, I hadn't learned from the bankruptcy. Right. And I was saying, and so I, we were going down towards the second bankruptcy. And that's mm-hmm. when I got it. I said, mm-hmm. I got to stop saying this. Mm-hmm. Because I do care about money. Mm-hmm. I do not want to be like 45 years old and like feeling like I don't know where money's come. Like, like I, this is not the life I want. This is not the life I saw for myself. Yes. So I made a decision to have a completely um, shift around money. And I started to say money loves me and I love money. Mm-hmm. I love money and mm-hmm. money loves me. We have yeah. a good relationship. And yes, money. Uh, money comes to me um, in increasing quantities from multiple sources on a continuous basis while enriching lives. I'm so happy and grateful that money comes to me in increasing quantities from multiple sources on a continuous basis. And I started saying this, which I got from Bob Proctor, this uh, mantra. I started saying this mantra and started to kind of heal that part of me that didn't that was rejecting money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, my life completely changed after that, you know? Yes. So I'm, I'm yes. here as a kind of, you know, recovering, you know, um, the spiritual hippie, <laughs> you know, who of rejected course. money to say, listen, I do, you know, like I, I need to get my shit together on this level as well. Yes. Because for me, that's part of the holistic, you know, self-care. So yeah. 
So, so I think for anyone listening, yes, it's important to ask, why do you want this? But also, you need to believe that you deserve the very best that life has to offer. That's right. That's right. You deserve the very best that life, and you get to define what that very best is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The ego attaches mm -hmm. to the idea of giving up money just as easily as it attaches to the idea of needing to be rich, you know? And so it's about understanding, am I, uh, am I trying to be a moneyless spiritual person because it makes me feel special and superior, you know, because that is every bit as um, detrimental to your soul growth. Yes. As needing to make a certain income. They both equal opposites for sure. Exactly. Beautiful. I'm so glad we touched on this topic because it's so important. And I I don't know if it's more important for women or for men, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. men innately have had for centuries the training, you got to get the money. Yes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, there's no question about it. We got to go for that money. Okay, yes. sometimes to their own detriment. Mm-hmm. Okay, but as women, there's a tendency to, at least I had that for sure, like, uh, yeah, I mean, the money's going to come and we flow and, you know, and this kind of ideas until, as I said, I was staring down the barrel of a potential second right. bankruptcy where I thought, oh, I was expecting my husband to save me, you know, <laughs> and yeah. And I've let my, I've lost myself on this level yeah. and I need to take charge of myself. I need to take charge of my responsibility to myself to be financially standing on my own two feet. That's right. And it was really tough period in my life because I had to, I really had to what I call own my BS. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, you know, Mahima, come on, you're better than this right? Um, you, you know, go after what you truly want. Like, what do you really want? And what I wanted was to be able to, to stand up on my own feet, be financially independent, doing what I love. Yes, yes, yes. So I thought really? I need to figure this out. Yeah, I need to figure sure. this out. And how I figured it out was getting help. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That's right. So if there's anyone listening to this, there, there, there's always people like myself, like Johnny, like other people that have gone past their limitations and therefore they can show you how to do that. You don't need to figure this out on your your own. No. Get someone to walk the path with you that you, that you feel connected to. And, you know, I'm so glad that I've, you know, had the courage to, to, to own my uh, BS and say, listen, this has to change. I cannot have this repeat in five years, right? Um, at my 40th birthday, I was like, this is ridiculous. I do not want to be here at 45, and I certainly don't want to be here at 50. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I intended this. So by 50, I've blown my own mind. I've completely changed my relationship with money. I've created independence. I've created success. I work with my husband together very happily. And we have just completely changed our lives because we changed our belief system. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And my belief was, I don't care about money. I care about peace. Mm -hmm. That was my Mm -hmm. belief. Okay. (laughs) And it wasn't helping me. And so I got 
love that one. I care about peace and money, okay? <laughs> I can care about both at the same time. It does not make me a bad person. <laughs> but let me ask you, Mahima, uh, if listeners want to learn more about what you do and how you show up in the world and uh, or if they just really enjoyed your energy and kind of want to just connect with you in some way, uh, what do you recommend? Okay, so I recommend that you would go to the Mahima mindset.com. Okay, and I'll so, put that in the show notes for sure. Yeah, so T H E the and then my name, Mahima. And how to spell this is just think of mama with a high in the Oh, name. there you go. Yeah, so Ma H I M A, mm. Mahima. Uh, mindset.com mm. and what you will have as a juicy wonderful gift is you will have my 21 day uh, meditation challenge so mm. you can start connecting to your soul purpose today yes. so you can start feeling the power of the now and feel the presence of the simplicity that is love and beauty inside of you and yes i can get you there within you know 10 I think most of the recordings are like about 13 minutes mm -hmm. a day for 21 days. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is commit and you can do it on your own. It's just a journey you can download and do it on your own. And it's going to give you more peace, more love, more joy. That's what people tell me that do this. So it's not me blowing my own trumpet. That's what people have told me. They're like, oh my God, this challenge yes. is amazing. Uh, and it's just a few minutes a day and it's completely free. So you can go over there and get rocking with that. And then, of course, you can vo join us at the Mahima Mindset page on Facebook um, as well. And also, uh, I think it's Mahima Mindset on Instagram. Yeah, okay. it's Mahima Mindset on Instagram. So I would love to meet you. Enjoy the challenge. I hope you have fun with it. Um, you can do it also with friends and family as yes. a 21-day challenge to just connect to deeper inner peace. Yes, exactly. And as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, you know, Mahima has spent over 10,000 hours in meditation practice. And so this is something that she has dedicated her life to so many, uh, not only episodes of refractive, but so many of the listeners of refractive are just embarking on this spiritual journey and are finding the courage to go inside and find the stillness. So if meditation is something that's challenging, we've talked about this before on other episodes. If, if meditation is something that you feel is, is, is posed as a challenge for you, uh, definitely go to the mahimamindset.com and uh, take a look at this challenge because 21 days is enough time for you to build a habit. And so having someone to guide you through uh, walking into your stillness and, and growing comfortable in that spot is invaluable. So thank you for that, Mahima. You're welcome. Thank you, yes. everyone, for your time here. Thank you, Johnny, for, as I said, continuing to be a beautiful light in this world, bringing these conversations to people. So yes. really appreciate it. I've had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. It's a joy. And thank you, everyone. Yes, Hope thank you, everyone. <laughs> Remember that as you go out into the world and you find people who are struggling and who are trudging along a diff the path of a difficult life, uh, we are all just doing the very best we can. So be good to each other and never pass up an opportunity to aim your light. Make it a good one. Bye, everybody. Oh, beautiful. You have been listening to Refractive Podcast, and this is Johnny G. If you've enjoyed today's episode, do me a favor, give it a share on social media, or if you're in the podcast app, 
give it a rating. If you're on YouTube, click like. It really does make a difference in the search results. I am a speaker, coach, and facilitator based in Washington, DC, but I work in person and remotely with people who are ready to step with clarity into their most authentic life. If I can be of service, reach out to me, Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y at refractivecoaching.com. Have an amazing day. Be good to each other. And always remember, aim your light.